Good morning, uh, good afternoon, or good evening, I guess. Uh, some people tune in from all over the world here for these. Uh, how's it going? Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. My name is Matt. Uh, we've got people coming on and uh, joining us. Uh, if you don't already know who I am, my name is Matt. I am the CMO, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Legendary, so I handle a lot of the marketing, affiliate outreach, um, training, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but so if you're not familiar with me, uh, typically uh, every day, Monday through Friday, Dave will host these. I host on Wednesday to sort of break up the week a little bit. Uh, but today I'm hosting. They're out on a staycation. And uh, so they're just kind of chilling. Probably by the beach, I didn't ask, but they probably got a little spot out at Clearwater or something. But um, I'm happy to have you all in here. Good morning, Melissa, Catherine, Susie's in the house. Uh, Brad's in the house, Melissa, Colin, uh, what's going on, Maria, we've got Jim and Catherine, awesome, good to see you guys, Gabriel, Amanda, uh, Rebecca, Crystal, James, Henry, Benny, what's up, Kyle, Lori, good to see you. lots of names I recognize and some that I don't, but anyway, good to see you guys on here, uh, a couple of things just in housekeeping, if you're new, uh, we just launched a podcast, so we take the replays of these and we put them immediately up on the podcast. Maybe you're listening via podcast. I don't know. Um, you could be listening to this on podcast. Um, the best way to find those is to go on Spotify, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Spotify is probably the best because the amount of time from when we hit upload to it's actually live on Spotify is really quick. Uh, Apple is a little bit delayed. We're also on a few other uh, less known networks as well. If you search it on, you know, whatever you, um, uh, whatever you search uh, or whatever you listen to podcasts on, if you search it, uh, if we're not there, uh, we don't put our podcast on that. So sorry, but um, you can check. The other thing is, is you can text WUL to 813-296-8553. So you text the letters WU. L. Make sure it doesn't auto-correct because some people have <laughs> sent in a message to us that's like, it's it's just a few letters off and then that doesn't work. Um, so WUL, you send it to that number right there. Then every single morning, we'll send you a little text message. In fact, let me double check. I'm going to grab my phone and make sure. Yep, I have a little message and there we go. Okay, so uh, boom. And uh, a little side benefit of that too. Uh, I can't guarantee this, but occasionally we'll also send you a birthday message from Dave, uh, especially from Dave to you um, if you drop us your birthday in the in the little info card. So uh, anyway, that's all we've got for today. Uh, I'm going to bring on our guest. Uh, that's not all we've got for today. That's all the housekeeping we've got for today. Uh, but I'm going to bring on uh, our guest. And if you guys all in the comments, please welcome. Um, Randall's in the house. Do you go by Randall or Randy, either or? Uh, actually, my friends and family is Randy. So Randall's the, you know. <laughs> cool. Awesome. I get it. Yeah, I'm I'm Matthew, but uh, I don't, yeah, nobody calls me Matthew. <laughs> All right. So you're in from uh, Georgia. Hey, thanks for coming on. Um, uh, you know, it's just fun to have, it's fun to have people from all sorts of different backgrounds and ages and, uh, places in the world and just have done different things. But um, lots of people who are on here uh, who are just for the first time now um, 
really getting on here and and seeing legendary uh like a lot of people in the comments here are on like day one or day two of the challenge so lots of people who are new we've also got people like daryl gray in the comments who's been around for a while so it's just a good mixture it's a fun uh fun little hangout for a few minutes in the morning and um so tell us a little bit about you uh you know give us a little bit of background i have you know when we do these shows i get a, a short little questionnaire that people fill out but um, yeah, give us a little bit of background on you. Where are you from? Um, you know, what types of jobs have you done? What led you to a side hustle? Okay. Um, well, I'm originally from Colorado, born and raised in Denver. Um, uh, what part of Denver? Uh, the Bear Valley area. It's right in the corner of Littleton and, and Inglewood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, we moved from Denver to here in Phoenix and we lived okay. in that area too. Okay. Yeah, I loved it there. Uh, actually, yeah. when my wife and I, when we got married, uh, we couldn't afford to live down there. So we moved to uh, North Denver. So we were up off of, I don't know if anybody remembers Elitch Gardens. It, it's now, I think, uh, Six Flags, but they moved that to downtown area. Yeah, so We lived right across the street from Elitch's. And uh, that was there were some fun things about that. And then the other part of it was uh, we'd never get any sleep because there was always activity in the police helicopters and so anyway, so we ended up moving up to Fort Collins and we're there for, had our children uh, up there. We had three kids and uh, lived there for 25 years. And cool. Then, yeah. So then that's we a moved, really cool city. Yeah. Uh, Fort Collins is, is awesome. Although it's different now. Uh, since I'm sure. Legalized marijuana. Um, yep. We didn't used to have the stoners and the, you know, uh, people. Uh, sleeping on the street and stuff. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess when I was there and and visited, that was probably 2013, 14. So, um, yeah, that was full marijuana legalized, and it was definitely hippieville for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's completely changed, but uh, I mean, yeah. there's still some some nice aspects of it. The downtown yeah. area, uh, actually, there's I don't know if it was ever. I never really checked to see prove that story, but they that uh, some of the outline of the downtown. Um, uh, Walt Disney used to build his uh, um, city or whatever there in, in Disneyland. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So a lot That's of the cool. structures and whatever. So it, it is a really nice town. You get a chance to visit. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. But uh, now I can't afford to move back. We moved to Atlanta. And <laughs> yeah. So. I wish that I had bought a house. I mean, we moved there in 2012. I mean, we had no money, but um, we, uh, we were just fresh out of college, freshly married and, uh, and had we bought a house there that would have, I mean, pretty much transformed our entire financial future. <laughs> I mean, it's, but now, I mean, uh, my, I had bosses, um, at a coffee company and they had a house in Littleton and, um, kind of a dumpy little house. Um, nothing great. They bought it, you know, 10 years ago. And then after marijuana was legalized, everybody started moving there. And then, um, and then, uh, I mean, he sold this tiny little dumpy house over asking price in the 400 or $500,000 range or something for 500,000. Yeah. Just yeah. stupid. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I look back, I really enjoyed it there. I mean, um, moving here was uh, for financial reasons, too. I had uh, I've been with the school district uh, uh, on and off uh, since I was 21. I mean, I actually started driving a school bus uh, pretty young age. My parents bought a school bus. We converged to camper. So I drove a school bus at 16. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So it was easy for me. I went in and while I was going to school, I did some college there at CSU. And uh, but when you're having kids and 
you know, things didn't work out to finish my courses. So I continued to go back to the school district. And then eventually towards the 80s, 90s, I ended up being uh, in a transportation manager, worked my way up. Well, actually, a lot of it happened because they, they cannibalized jobs. Uh, mm. Like, you know, we were a driver supervisor. And now it's like, okay, you got to be you've got to be a, uh, a, a district supervisor. And then it went from that. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm second in command and I didn't really apply for that position. Uh, so, you know, I guess it did work my way up the ladder, uh, but I never was real happy there. I've always been entrepreneurial. So I've always yep. had a little side hustle, always a business. And I think that goes back to when I was uh, six or seven. Uh, my dad was in sales. He was a buyer for uh, that. Anybody from Denver remembers the Denver Dry and the May company. And so he, he was a buyer for them and Funny. excited every day to come home about sales. So I'm a little kid and I'm going, man, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so he was, I said, dad, you, you don't want a job. He's like, you know, you're six. So I remember my right. grandmother gave me a packet, a bag of balloons, those blow up balloons. It was like a hundred or 200 in them or whatever. Yep. And I looked at that and I was like, Hey, I'm sell balloons. So I went up and down the block knocking on doors and uh, getting five cents a piece for a balloon. And I sold that whole bag. Wow. Had to go two, three blocks, which I wasn't allowed to do. <laughs> and uh, so I came home and I was like the empty bag. And I said, Dad, you know, hey, here's some money. Can you buy me that? He said, where do you get that money? I was like, I sold balloons to the neighbors. And he, he thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, he bought me another bag. But I soon learned that, you know, I went back to the same people. And they're like, yeah, you were cute the first time. But, you know, <laughs> don't need another balloon. Right. So that was my first fail, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I've done it on and off. Uh, and my dad became a multi-level junkie. I mean, uh, okay. yeah, he started in Amway and Shackley. And he had for, got his kids going out and selling soaps and potions and lotions like Dave says. Yep. So that was my first experience. I was preteen, you know. And, hey, I sold some stuff. I mean, yeah. I was feeling really good. And I'm thinking, man, this is going to be good. You know, my dad gave me a dollar too, And I'm like, what? I sold like $800 <laughs> worth of soap. So, and I was, well, how much did you make? He said, well, seven or eight dollars. And I was like, well, who's making the money? He was like, well, you know, it goes up the chain. And I quickly learned, it did take me too long to figure out that MLM, it's like the, the guys at the bottom, you're not the money makers. You got to be the one that's signing up people and whatever. And then as I got older, I still fell into my dad's traps. He'd come to me with a brand new, shiny, glitzy thing. And, and one of them, I mean, some of them had some amazing products. I mean, one was mm -hmm. water filtration. And I mean, one of the demos we did was we poured pure whiskey through a little uh, uh, test thing. Uh, I mean, it was a little portable and yeah. it came out water, you know, and they said you could urinate in it. But I was like, yeah, and I could get that demo, <laughs> you know, but I sold a ton of those and I even got a lot of people. But the thing was, is you go to the your promoters are sitting there going, you got to sign up family and friends to make this work. Right. And so I did signed up family and friends and I started finding out that I soon was losing friends and family. Yeah. Becoming a lonely person. <laughs> right. And my wife was mad, you know? Yeah. So I swore it off. I swore off the MLMs a long time ago and I, and my dad never did. In fact, he passed away a year ago this last December. Mm. And when we were cleaning out the house, he was in four MLMs at the time that 87 years old, you know? Right. He never gave up on that. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, I've always had that just kind of. And so what brought me to this was um, uh, I had a business and we moved here to Georgia. My business was uh, high end landscaping because I knew there's big money here. Hmm. And I had started doing water features in Colorado as a hobby and uh, built indoor and outdoor water features. And so I came here and it took hmm. me a little bit to get started. 
but I quickly learned that um, that uh, the advertising, like in the papers and things like that, wasn't where I was getting people. It was like my contacts and my networking and whatever. Yeah. And so I used my entrepreneurial skills and started, you know, getting involved with different groups and associations. And quickly, I mean, I started growing and I did some jobs for some pretty uh, big people, some celebrities and whatever. And uh, big money in that for when you sell the job, but mm -hmm. getting paid was another story. Um, like I did uh, uh, a famous singer, I, his mom was his manager and I did a $50,000 water feature for her. And it took me over a year to get paid uh, because she had a manager managing her money and you had to yeah. go through the process and it was a joke. So I'm sitting there going, there's gotta be a better way, gotta be a better way, but I stayed with it. And then mm. when the recession hit Atlanta or the, the United States, um i had to, my business just i mean high-end stuff people were like yeah if i got extra money i'll spend it yeah so when they didn't have it it wasn't there so that led me back to the school driving a school bus eight years ago mm -hmm. and I, I love the job but yep. of course as many people know pay isn't the best yeah and we had saved up money we had savings i sold all my equipment with the landscaping we lived off that for a while and uh, I was just, uh, when the pandemic hit, and I, both my parents, I lost both my parents right before the pandemic. And I Jeez. was laying in bed one night and I'm like, so I gotta do something different with my life. And um, so, or, or either that I get a side hustle so that I, I feel mm -hmm. like I'm doing something. And yep. I was scrolling on TikTok and uh, my daughter kept telling me, she said, dad, you know, stay off TikTok, it's for young people. You got to dance. You got to do all this other stuff. Well, I, I just looked at it, curiosity, and I'm like, nah, that's sure. not for people dancing. And I came across um, uh, a legendary uh, uh, marketer, and uh, I won't mention her name because I'm not sure if she's still doing it or not. But anyway, it's crazy stuff, you know. And yeah, I was entertained and whatever, and and she says, oh, look at my video, look at my link, and yeah, I didn't. So uh, I kept going, kept going. All of a sudden another one of her pages or ads came up and uh, I watched it. I'm like, what the heck, you know? So I clicked on the thing and I watched the video and I'm like, dang, you know? And my wife's asleep. Sons that are going, I gotta wake her up, you know? She's gonna be pissed, but I'm gonna wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be pissed, but I gotta wake her up. I gotta wake her up. So I watched this thing and she said, I said, what do you think? She says, no, okay, you know, whatever. And, um, so I slept on it. I think I watched it twice that night and I saved the the link. And uh, yep. so the next morning I woke up and I'm like, okay, you know, cause I'm kind of, I've gotten to that point. I've been around the block a few times. I've done all these multi-levels with my dad and the whole bit. And yeah. I'm just like really skeptical. And so I watch it again in the morning and I just, Dave was just so relatable, you know? Yeah. I didn't have the course of life he did. And, and, you know, I was, I didn't have the problems to that, but the, the soap solution and potions and all that and his business journeys and whatever, I was relating to that. Mm. So I watched it again, had breakfast, watched it again. <laughs> I watched yeah. it five times. Yeah. And then I says, okay, seven bucks. Yeah. Seven bucks. Where can I go along? So that's, that's where, how I'm here. Cool. Wow. That is an incredible journey. There's so much, <laughs> so much packed in there. I love the whole, I, I just, I resonate. I, I can just about imagine everybody in this chat just being like, dude, I totally resonate with that. But I resonate a lot with the, you know, the, the lotions, potions and pills. I actually, the interesting thing is I never 
maybe it was just a generate. I don't know what it was, but I, I never got into the, the actual lotions, potions and pills. I, I, mine was always more digital, <clears throat> but I still resonate with the MLM story. Uh, it's still, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what that draw is. I think, you know, I thought a lot about that. I think it's just sort of this draw of like, I would, I want some sort of side hustle. I want another stream, I, the, the whole passive income or multiple MSI, multiple streams of income is always so, you know, it's sort of enticing or it's sort of like, there's some sort of, you know, intrigue to that. Um, and I don't know what it is that draws certain people to it and not others, but I just think, um, there's, it's just fascinating. You've got this sort of rule breaker mentality that, that you've got, right? I mean, you, you walk down blocks, you weren't supposed to walk further than a block away and whatever, you know, throw caution in the wind, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go anyway. And yeah, there's just something powerful about that. I mean, say what you want about your dad's, um, you know, MLM <laughs> addiction or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. But there's something powerful. It seems like that he transferred to you is that ability to just sort of go for it, you know? And it's, look, there's just a reality. I mean, you've got, um, I mean, I don't have to pull it open, but you've got, you know, almost 30,000 followers on, on TikTok, And, um, you've got, a, a, at least one video that I saw has almost 300,000 views, which yeah. is just absurd. And there's just a lot of people, I think, um, who, you know, in their fifties, sixties, whatever, seventies, eighties, who just can't quite push post, you know, it's like, it's a little too much, but for you, it's like, I mean, I'm sure there was a little hurdle there, but oh, when you're, yeah. Yeah. So what was the, what was the hurdle like in terms of like, okay, I, I got to start creating content. What was that like? Well, I did the, uh, I got the blueprints and, um, was excited and whatever and uh, now part of the thing i think i put this in my my uh, information to you is that my wife and i are, are caregivers and so her parents live with us we built an apartment and uh, so her dad's 91 mom 87 with alzheimer's and so that requires it's like full-time especially for my wife and then i work driving a bus and whatever so this was a part-time thing and so like the uh, decade and a day, I wasn't able to do the whole thing. And so you guys like, hey, cool, no problem. We record it. You can watch it, you know, later. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to log off and whatever. And um, uh, Andre was my coach and uh, he was so cool. He was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got you. You'll be able to learn it. And so that was a big thing, big help for me. And so I watched it over and over and over again. In fact, I, I, I have an office, but uh, I'm more comfortable. I play the piano. And so sometimes I just feel stressed, release, whatever, even, not, even if I'm not playing, I'm sitting on the piano. So I put my computer there and I'm, I'm watching, I'm doing this, you know, and, and I'd get over and over and over. And then finally I was like, okay, I can do this. So I put my ad together and, um, uh, I went back and watched some other videos and then I went for the, um, uh, done for you, uh, dog ad uh, training and um anyway facebook shut that down <laughs> and so but i had i did the thing where you guys said do more pages so i had another page so i thought hey i, I like doing it yourself stuff so i did the woodworking thing and uh so i ran some ads and whatever and and i put some money into it and uh you know i'm like okay so i had another page and i was able to get a third page so that one i'm like you know i watched your thing on writing content and so I wrote my story 
And, you know, uh, I have, my story goes back, I mean, I dealt with uh, suicidal and, and uh, severe anxiety and depression and diagnosed with that at about 40. And when we moved here, it was like starting the business and that. Um, and so mine kind of like yours where it was, uh, it could have been tragic, you were worried and things like that. I put it all on paper and I thought, you know, I'm gonna try that on an ad uh, with the, the legendary. And I posted it and I kind of went crazy on the money I spent. <laughs> My wife's not happy about that, but I did get, I got like five, 600 leads. Um, I got one uh, sale, didn't get any yep. sales on the other stuff, got the one sale there. And then I watched, I think it was a, a wake up. I was, I've watched these religiously pretty much. And I'm watching a wake up thing and somebody's like, you got to do TikTok, doesn't matter how old you are or whatever. And it's organic. Then it was the first time I kind of heard that term organic marketing. And, but the okay. thing that caught me is you don't pay for it. <laughs> So I yeah. went with it and here's the deal. I put in my thing that don't be a cowboy. Um, I think in all of this, and maybe the thing I can put out there is I grew up on the, uh, my, my parents to get rid of me in the summertime, sent me to the farm. And okay. we, we had a ranch, we had cattle and things like that. And, and my grandfather got me a cow pony and whatever. And, and so I'm gonna relate this story to what was going on is I used that pony and he was really good. And we, we drove cattle. Mm -hmm. branded them and all this other stuff really good experience for me as a kid coming from denver in the big city great experience yeah. and learning experience but the thing I, I really took away from that is i always wanted to be a cowboy you know and i'm up there and i mean i get I get the hat and i get all the stuff and i'm riding this horse and we're driving the cattle yeah we all my uncle had a dairy and so i found out i'm sitting there going all day long we're driving these cattle i'm going this got to be an easier way because you get some run and right some run and left and I found out with the dairy that in the morning, he just sent me out with a handful of hay out into the field. And I'd hold that hay up and make a little bit of noise. And then I'd start walking back towards the dairy and all those cows followed me. And I'm sitting there going, if you've got something they want, they're going to follow you. It's that herd instinct. And they're going to be led to where, and the thing is, is they know they're going to get fed and then you get the milk, you know. Yep. But so the thing is, it's a win-win. And not that being the cowboy and running those things, it's a nice, I mean, enjoyable way of life, but I relate it to the way I've done my businesses and whatever. When I've been out there and I've been riding around trying to drive everything to one location, I waste a lot of time. And I still have done that with this. If you look at some of my first, when I first got in this, I was a cowboy, man. I'm all over the place. Mm. And I was trying this, trying that, and I, I doing the YouTube, and I was thinking I could do Instagram, and I doing Facebook, and uh, personally, I couldn't do it all. So I remember one of the wake ups talked about focusing all of your energy on one thing, and so I focused all my energy on TikTok, and then it was consistent, being consistent, and I'm I'm, I'm basically that kid holding that thing, hey, and hoping people will follow me. You know, yeah. and uh, it happened. It took a while. Um, I mean, I had to get real, real, and do the follow the direction and the consistency, and not think my own thing and do this or that. And this is going to be better. And I like this. And I mean, there's some fun things you can do. I did, you know, I, I like to make people laugh and things like that. So I did some funny things and whatever. But I realized that hey, if I'm going to make this a business, I need to stay focused and stay pretty much on track. I still, every so yeah. often, I put a video in there that's stupid, but you know, for the most part, it, it was successful. I started seeing customers, I started seeing sales, and I'm nowhere near like some of the people that are out there. But hey, I do this an hour or two today, a day, and uh, I've got 
I'm doing it with Parkinson's and with the stress and anxiety and whatever. And I find that I don't have time to worry about my problems because I'm, I'm focused on this and I'm having a heck of a good time doing it. That's really cool. That's really cool. And I think also just, you know, getting able to, or being able to see a little bit of that success start to come from that. I, I just think, you know, I just think that people, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that sometimes people just look at, you know, for instance, like if you're, if you're part of like a, you know, brain training for dogs affiliate program or something, and you were to look at like a leaderboard or something like that. Right. And they just kind of think that like, there's just people out there somewhere in outer space, you know, a, a Randy who's just out there and he's a super affiliate and he's got it all figured out and he's got everything all together. Right. But there's something really powerful, at least for me, when you said, you know, that it's like something you do for an hour or two a day. It's fun. It's uh, something you can fit in your day. Uh, for the most part, your TikTok, well, not for the most part, literally entirely doesn't really cost you any money. Um, it, it's just like it, it might cost you a few bucks for a few tools, right? But um, not a big cost. And, um, you know, you've got, you've got quite a, quite a following here. When you, when you, um, <clears throat> I was debating on how, how far to go into this, but just when you post videos, how often, like how many videos are you posting a day? Um, well, I was trying to do this. Somebody said three, four or five, you know, well, for me, that was just to get over three was too much. So, uh, mm -hmm. two, I try to do two a day. And cool. uh, uh, here's the big problem is, is that uh, the weekends are usually, uh, for me, I find the hardest because that's when we're really trying to help my wife's parents and we're trying to get things done around the house. But I found that if I'm consistent with at least two a day, uh, I know I listened to one of the people last week and she was talking about one a day is, is working for her. And I can understand it because she's posting good content every time she does it. And mm. that's a really good key. And then I started studying what they uh, other people are doing. And then uh, there's a lot of people that are content creators that offer free advice on TikTok. And so I started listening and watching that uh, when they talked about following the trends. Yep. And jump on a trend and then using the, the music. Even I mean, some of the music, I'm sorry, I'm older and whatever. Now I know what my parents were. I mean, I was I grew up and it was like thinking that if you're if it's too loud, you're too old. Well, I, I must be too old because some of the stuff and the noise and whatever, but they say that take it, put it in your content and then you can drop the sound and then just do the speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I found that really worked and uh, making better contacts content. So I, I think I found that I, I worked myself so hard with going over three videos that my content went down. So now I focus yeah. on better content on and maybe a couple, couple of videos. I look, I, I completely agree. I personally, so there's, there's no, I don't know. I don't think there's a right or wrong solution, but I think you're onto something right there. What you said is when the quality starts to dip, that's when you know you're pushing too hard for too much volume, because the truth of the matter is on any sort of social media, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're trying to go organic, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, whatever you're trying to do, the, the key piece to it actually working and getting engagement is the quality of the content. That's it. And so 
if you wanted to post one, and I'm dead serious for people out here. If you wanted to post once a week on TikTok, you can grow your following posting once a week. I wouldn't recommend it because it's going to take a, it'll take longer, right? But you could post once a week if that one post has the right sort of uh, uh, formula. It's a formula. Like there's a formula to viral videos. There's a formula to how to package your videos. I talk about, um, I talk about Spencer Spencer Meacham all the time. Uh, he's he's a good one to follow in terms of finding sort of this formula. Um, but his stuff is is he doesn't post that much. But every time he does, it has this formula to it. There's always sort of a you know there's this hook at the beginning. Then there's sort of this unpacking of a strategy, step one, step two, step three, and then there's a close with a call to action or it just ends. But all of, you know, and, and I think sometimes people don't realize, well, if I just, if I can nail that formula, I could post once a week and I could have virtually every video of mine just get viewed hundreds of thousands or millions of times because the quality is actually there. Um, as where some people try to post five times a day cause they heard that they were supposed to post five times a day and their quality is just terrible. So I think that's a big, that's, that's a, that's a really, really big one to oh, me. Um, we've had, we've had, for those of you who are watching or listening and, and don't know about our business blueprints, we have these things called business blueprints, which, uh, you'll find out about on day four or five of the challenge, but. Uh, every Thursday, for those who are members, I do a live webinar. It's it's for an hour every Thursday. And over the past couple of months, we've been going through sort of the TikTok video formula and unpacking, you know, what happens second by second. What are you supposed to do second by second to, to um, well, here, let me pull this open real quick. Um, what happens second by second for, for to actually get a, a viral video on TikTok, right? So let me share, I'm going to share my screen here real quick. And uh, let me see if I can find this course. There we go. So this is um, for people who are part of our business blueprints. These are the replays of our Thursday webinar. So there's about two years worth of worth of uh, replays. But uh, there's a couple videos in here. If you're part of our blueprints, there's one from December 10th. Then there's one... Um, from the eighth, and I think actually, uh, let's see here. Um, so eleven nineteen, right here, November nineteenth. We go through some channels here, uh, and then this one from December tenth, uh, and then there's you can see there's a bunch more client TikTok uh, reviews. But um, I believe the one on the nineteenth, and let me actually look at this real quick. Let's just let's just see this. Because uh, this one we talked through. Um, let's see. We talked through this lady here, and her name is uh, Amber. And um, on this webinar, uh, we went through her channel on on eleven nineteen, and then we've revisited it two weeks later. But on eleven nineteen, she had nine hundred sixty two followers, and she blew up after we went through her channel and said, "Okay, hey, here's what you need to adjust on your TikTok." And um, she blew up after that. And so, on a lot of these webinars, what we're doing is is we're unpacking their sort of um, what's happening in their videos, what and the types of videos that they're talking about 
they're, they're doing more like selling, right? So they're actively trying to like sell people. And I said, no, 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 no. Just give value. Like the people will go and click on your link. The people will go and visit whatever you have in your bio. Like they'll actively do that. But what you need to do is give them value and show them strategies, show them side hustle strategies. She started doing that. She's at, um, I mean, my goodness, she's at, uh, what is she at now? Let's see. As of today, which is um, now we're, okay, let's see. That was November, December, January, February. Three months later, she's at 46,000 followers. She was stuck at 900 followers or like five to 900 followers for like over a month or so. Um, so she's now just, she's crushing it, but she's sort of got this thing figured out uh, in terms of the strat. And that's really all that it is. And once you've got that, you don't have to, you know, your two videos a day, that's more than enough. One per day, it's more than enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, another thing that helped me uh, that I, because, you know, would, you wouldn't know it, but, you know, I with the anxiety and whatever is going live is just, I mean, I, I sweat bullets before I push that, you know, to live. But that really, I'll tell you what, go live when you can. And, and then also mm -hmm. stay on track with the content because okay. it's amazing how many people come on. And one lady's like, I'm a grandmother. I'm old. You know, I don't know if I can do this. I was like, how old are you? And she goes, I'm 64. And I'm like, seriously, I'm 63. No, yeah, you can do this. And I said, last week, I heard this has been a couple weeks ago now. You know, we heard from an 81-year-old and, and uh, the, the fellow that's in South Africa you know, he's up there with me and, and he, they're, we're, they're killed. They're crushing it. I mean, I would love to have as many followers uh, Is it Don. I think his name is Don. Yeah. 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 He's at 155,000 followers. Yeah. He's and 81. His live, you know, and it's like, he doesn't really stay with the business model all the time. He's, he's, but his people, the people love him. And, and he finds that what people do is they'll go and they'll look at his profile and, and whatever, and he's getting some sales from it. So, but the yep. light is a, a big tool that I think a lot of people are, aren't, aren't using. I know that I had to, I, I got off of it for a while. And then I was like, I, I noticed my followers weren't growing. And because mm. a, a couple of weeks ago, I was at 26,000 and I started doing the lives and I went to 32, just like that. So it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I mean, there's just, there's a certain barrier you've got to push through. It happens at different, it happens at different speeds for different people for you. Um, so right now, uh, what are you at in terms of followers about? Um, I think it's around 32,000. Uh, when did you first create your TikTok channel? Um, it was about a month after I, I signed up for the blueprint. So, uh, September, I think it was somewhere in there. Cool. Yeah. And I had started like she did. Well, I had, I think, uh, you know, nine followers and those were mostly friends that saw that I had a TikTok. And, um, uh, but I, I just, what I really found was I tried to engage with, with other creators and content yep. and, uh, other, uh, marketers, um, yep. Sergio, uh, yep. Brian Brewer, um, you know, um, Oh, I can't think of a lot of different names and I've just really enjoyed um, using. And, and the thing is, is I think all of us, when we, we use each other in that sense, yeah, I've built a lot of my TikToks around theirs. And a couple of times I probably plagiarized, uh, which it's funny because uh, TikTok shut those two down. So I got, you know, I got the kick in the pants for that. But uh, so I've learned to put my own spin on it, and yep. what, which what you need to do. Nobody. I mean, if you copy, yep. somebody, we've heard that before. 
the people that are doing it, people are, they're being entertained by them. And so you have to find your own spin. And the Bingo. one that I got 350 views off, I think that was a, a, a off of Brian's uh, idea. And, uh, uh, you know, the thing is, I got, it was crazy. The an analytics or the um, uh, algorithm for TikTok put me in, in the Mideast, Middle East. And I started getting replies from, oh, my goodness, uh, <laughs> I don't know all the countries and, and, in, and in Arabic, you know, so I had to use a translator oh, wow. ever. And they're like, we want to sign up. We want to sign up. Can we sign up in Morocco? Can we sign up? In this, blah, blah, blah. And then I had to go on the page that listed all the countries who can't. So, hey, I'd be rocking it if we were in the Middle East. We're able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, they do all sorts of stuff like that where they'll throw out the, they'll, they'll just kind of launch it out to all of these different. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know how that works. I can't but. get out of that, which it's okay. I, you know what I've done with those people is, uh, uh they, they, they've been really nice and sweet. I mean, really, I, I probably get late, less hate responses, um, with, with those, but, uh, I've told them, yeah. Hey, I found out that they they've got Google, they've got all those different things, and there are products that they can be affiliates at. And I'm not going to be cruel and not answer them and respond. And so I'm like, hey, just go on. You can do YouTube. You can do whatever. You can learn how to do this. You don't have to be, you know, go through this course to learn this. But right. here, if you could, I mean, hey, it saved me hours and hours of time. But I've gotten so much really nice response, and I will tell you what, if we ever mm. get accepted over in some of those countries, I've I, some of these boys, <laughs> they still follow me and send me, you know, we love your videos, all this other stuff. And I'm I love it. <laughs> if if we ever do, we'll let you know. Okay. Um, it's it's uh it it sucks. I like we we hate it too. Like we hate to have to do that. Um, it, actually, it's not even really under our control. It's it's merchant processors. Um, so. It, I mean, we would have it open to every single country across the entire globe and the moon and Mars and everywhere else. But yeah, there's merchant processors. And basically once you get to like a certain risk point, they're like, Hey, we can't, we can't process there. We're going to put our ourselves in jeopardy. Okay. So, um, okay, let me, I'll give you the final word. Uh, this has been really cool and really fun. Um, and you know, there's people here who have been around for a while. There's newer people. What, um, you know, give them the final, give it, give the final word of encouragement or, um, of, of, let's say somebody's a little hesitant, a little skeptical, like you are, um, they've done the lotions, potions, and pills. They've tried the, what, what would you say to them? Well, uh, I think the biggest key to this whole thing is that, um, if you're at a point, you're not sure whether you're going to continue on, uh, cause I've had a few people that, uh, have, have bought the blueprints and then they must have decided and I've seen them back out and, you know, hey, that's OK. You know, uh, sure, I would like to see the, the commissions and whatever, but I'd also not want somebody to be injured to a point that it would affect them in you know, their life. So but you have to do what you have to do. But the point uh, that, that I'd like to, to kind of get across is that it never you never hurt yourself investing in yourself i mean yeah i probably bought more of the 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 blueprint package and spent more than than i really maybe needed to but mm -hmm. for me it has been the the best thing i've ever done because whether i make the money to replace that or i do whatever the experience has been amazing uh the community you can't you can't beat this community i've 
I've been around the block a few times. I've done a lot of these things and there's been some pretty big, big communities that I've been involved in, but I can guarantee you, this has been the most amazing community, the people, the support. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if, if do what you can uh, with this, if you can do the blueprints uh, full in, do it. If you can only do it partly, do it, you know? And, and if there's any way possible, you're investing in yourself and you never lose. Because uh, I'm, I'm telling you, like I said, I've dealt with anxiety and stress and depression. And since I've been doing this since last uh, August, I got in this. Uh, I haven't had an anxiety attack. I haven't been dealing with it. And I don't do drugs and whatever to, to yeah. help it. Uh, I've learned a way against it. And it just it keeps me focused. I get up in the morning and I'm kind of like, you know, what can I do today? You know, how can I make yeah. this better? And I mean, I'm just I'm focused. So yeah. in that case, it's worth every penny you put into it. And stick with it. The other thing, too, is, is you know, I went two, three months and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm seeing people making, you know, a thousand a week, two thousand a week, three thousand. And I finally had to say, and I think it was one of the, the things that I watched the wake ups. And it's like, don't focus on others. Just focus on yourself and then stick with it and then stick with a plan. And the best thing I heard was, you know, give it give it a year, give it two years. Well, I would say two years. But, you know, before you decide to back out and whatever. Uh, because you keep doing the consistency, you keep doing everything that you're doing and you're making it, uh, people, yep. they respond also, they respond to sincerity. And yeah. so if you're sincere about what you're doing and you show that to your TikToks and whatever, uh, people will be drawn to you. And of course you'll have the people that are idiots. And you know <laughs> what, what I do is I say, you can't fix stupid. So don't worry about it. And the thing is with TikTok, the haters bring you more views. So I, I send them a pair of the, the thank you hands and blow them kisses and say, thank you for increasing my views. And it gives me a better, you know, uh, a positive part of the day. So anyway, uh, it, this has been amazing. I appreciate I'm humbled to be a part of it. And with you guys, Matt, you've been I, I just can't thank you enough for all the help you've given me. Um, yeah. you know, the the, the um, uh, mastermind we had. Uh, I still, you know, I, I dream about some of the things. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. I, it seems like, uh, and thanks for all the, thanks for all those kind words. I think, um, it seems like you found just a great way to channel some of that, cha- like, like you've sort of harnessed and channeled some of that anxiety into this in a healthy way, right? There's certain ways that that can we find ways to cope and we find ways to sort of uh, deal with that. Cause I, I have that too. I have that too. And I find ways to sort of, I go into a flow on certain things and I'll get deeply lost in it. But what happens is, is I find my autonomy in it. I find some control and, and some people do that. You know, sometimes it's so crippling that they can't do that with something healthy. It has to turn to something unhealthy, but it's, it's cool to see that, you know, Number one, I mean, it's just cool to hear. I think it's vulnerable, but maybe vulnerable for you. But it's really cool to hear. It's going to sound bad. It's cool to hear that you have anxiety. I don't mean that, but I just mean that it, 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 I, to me, it makes you feel relatable because I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what that'll be like for me um, as I grow and as I get older. Like, you know, I have some of that anxiety too. I have a little social anxiety. I have, you know, I've gotten over some of that, but, um, I, yeah, it just, it feels like relatable or sort of real and raw to know that that still exists and to see somebody who's channeling that 
in a way that's, you know, making them income online as a side hustle. Like that's a very cool thing to see. So, um, Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, if you're open to it, uh, we'll reach out maybe in a couple months and, awesome. and have you back on again. So, um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You bet. Yeah. Have a good one. See ya. All right, guys. Uh, we're Monday, February 15th. Uh, if you haven't, let me throw up his TikTok again. You can follow him at Randall Hilton on TikTok. Go give him a follow. Uh, for everybody who's here and missed it earlier, you can find us also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You just search Wake Up Legendary. We're also on a few other podcast platforms. You can find us, search Wake Up Legendary. If you don't find it, probably not on that platform. So sorry, but uh, just, you know, I think there's a free version of Spotify or whatever. You can you can grab that and use that. Uh, you can also text us 813-296-8553. Uh, you get a text message uh, from us every single time that we go live in the morning. It'll give you a little link. You can just tap the link, shoots you right over into Facebook. You'll be there with us live. Uh, we're there five days a week, Monday through Friday. Holidays don't matter. Uh, any sort of day don't matter. Uh, we'll be here. So uh, join us, tune in, and uh, yeah, be legendary. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Dave will be here hosting 10 